Hey, thanks for joining us once again on Train to Win, the podcast created by the Association for Talent Development Houston Chapter, inspiring talent development professionals to achieve their full potential. Hey, this is Bruce Abbott, VP of Marketing and Communications for the chapter, and if you follow us on social media, you may have seen a save-the-date notice for our 2020 ATD Houston Talent Development Conference and Expo, September 17th, 2020. And we are going to do this one way or another. We're going to do it in person or virtual. But one thing is true. We do strive to bring you the best and brightest in the TD field, and that's why we put this conference in the hands of the experts. And one of those experts is Kent Nuttall. He is our conference chair for 2020. Kent is a renowned expert in employee engagement, competency, and capability solutions. And he joins us on the podcast via his quarantine cam. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining me today on the podcast, Kent. Hey, I'm grateful to join you. And, and a quick correction, the speaker chair for the conference, not the overall chair. So I focus mostly on getting the speakers and making sure that we have a wonderful, absolutely delightful program. The theme of this conference is great talent development is future success. Now, I recognize that from last year, we're continuing to use that same theme, and there's a reason for that, right? Oh, absolutely. We're going to just keep using that theme until we see consistent great talent development. We have made such a major move recently in ATD overall to changing the name to talent development. And uh, frankly, we're still moving that culture from learning and development towards talent development. So I really like the focus, the fact that we keep talent development in that theme name to help us keep making that move and having that in our minds. And it's really just just pounding that in, just emphasizing that over and over in whatever ways we can, right? I think we know from our theories that repetition is kind of good. <laughs> now, earlier this year, ATD, uh, the international, they released the new capabilities model, and that's going to have an impact on this conference as well, right? Absolutely. In fact, I was thinking through what tracks do we want, and I looked at the capability model in it, and it wasn't too hard to say, wow, I'll use the capability model. The beauty of the capability model is that there are three groupings of capabilities. That lines up with three tracks, which is what we do a lot, often is the three tracks. And those tracks are building personal capability, developing professional capability, and impacting organizational capability. And then, of course, it made it easy for me because when I wrote the RFP, if you look at that RFP, in each grouping are a number of capabilities. For example, the building personal capability includes emotional intelligence and decision-making, project management, cultural awareness, and inclusion. So I thought, this is great. All I have to do is say, hey, speakers, help us improve ourselves in one or two of our capabilities. And here's where they are. Easy RFP. And speaking of the RFP, we have that up on the tdhouston.org website. So if you are interested in speaking at our conference, Kent is obviously the person that you will want to talk to. And if you go check out the website, you will find that there is the uh, the RFP right there on the website. It gives you all the details that you need uh, for application for speaking on the conference. And one of the things that I'd noticed there, you, you do have one track that's not really a capability. It kind of is a little bit different. Tell me about that. Well, I, I put one track in there because I remembered uh, in a conference long past, and I've been in this organization a long time to remember lots of long past conferences. But one past, we brought in the futurist, and it was, uh, it was a hit because people really do like to see out to the future a little bit and get that, that feeling out there. And we're in weird times, okay? Just everything it continues to change 
we're changing. We continue to move as an organization. We're going to have a lot of change out there for talent development. And I don't think one futurist can figure it all out. So I put out as a possibility and, and the, the board accepted it, that we have this one track that says talent development in 2025. What is the future for us? How can we be successful in the future? And the nice thing is that that track is open to anybody. So any of you budding futurists out there, anyone who has a, a great thought about it that is just burning to tell and can, can make something coherent enough that we can like you, share it with us. And that really is something important when you consider where we are at now. You know, we hear this phrase, the new normal, maybe prior, go back six months from now and how we were looking at 2025 might be completely different now, right? Than what we're looking at from this point here at 2025. Yes. And you, you bring up this phrase called the new normal. And I compare it to the fact that we've been telling ourselves forever that change is the only constant. And I, I don't think there is a normal. I think what we're looking at is a continuous moving target. So the question is, is what will it, what might it move to in the five years? And, and this track probably will be obsolete again, and we'll need to run it again in two or three years, if not next year. So you're already planning the TD in 2027 uh, course, right? For the <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> so part of the part of the conference, obviously, we mentioned earlier the uh, the RFP. And uh, do you have any hints for those who might be creating a proposal that would be accepted? Absolutely. One thing you need to to remember is that a lot of thought in this confident uh, in this um, conference is that we're always trying to support those who are working towards or maintaining their APTD or CPTD credential. Therefore, the RFP focuses on our capabilities model, which is behind getting those credentials. So if you're going to be successful in having a proposal, your presentation is going to line up with one of those capabilities. If, if we can't make the match and you don't give us enough arguments to make that match, you're not going to be part of the conference. We need to improve our talent development capabilities. We also have timeframes. So we'll be looking at your outlines and saying, 60 minutes, are you really sure? You know, it's, it's better <laughs> to do something well than cram too much in. Mm -hmm. So we'll be looking at that. Uh, also make sure that you show attendee participation. One thing that we, we get is we talk about how we need to have facilitated sessions and how we need to have participation. And then we go to conferences and someone lectures. It's not a great display of what we push for in our talent development community. Um, and then there's one thing that I like to see. And this is a personal thing. I'd like you to try to convince the reviewers that the attendees will be able to apply something nearly immediately as a result of that hour with you. So those are the, the, the big rocks for me. Now, if you have, let's say if you're a, a, a speaker and you're thinking, man, I, okay, I've got, I've got something that I think is really going to be a benefit, but I'm just not, you know, maybe I'm a new speaker and I'm not all that comfortable about getting, you, you guys are in, on the RFP, you're promising help for new speakers. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, absolutely. I, you know, I got into the field, as I said, I'm kind of seasoned, but I gave my first conference 
conference presentation after only about, I don't know, four or five years experience in the field. And I got convinced to get that experience. And I really enjoyed the person who, who helped push me and what he said. And uh, his name is Daryl Sink. He still practices out in the West Coast, but he pushes himself to give a conference presentation every year. And the reason is it pushes him to stay current. So I would like people to get in to delivering conference presentations early because of, of the development you get from it. The development I get has been phenomenal. So because of that, I'd love to see new speakers. What we don't see often are, are the people who are so busy doing their corporate job that they don't take make the effort to get out. And part of it is, do I really have something to share? And if I do, can I really do it? The answer is yes, you have something to share. There's a wonderful author who has said, you might think all the stories are told, but your story is unique and is worth telling. And I'd like us to have that attitude that we do have a story to share and it's unique. So if, you, if you're young, if, if you're a new speaker, if you haven't done this before, go ahead, contact me. Either me or one of my many, many friends who have spoken many times will be in contact with you and help you put together your proposal and also help push you to have a great success so that you can get up on the track to continuous improvement. There really is a huge benefit to speaking at a conference. You're the expert up at the front of that room and you've got stuff that you know that people can take from there and really use. It's a, it really is amazing. What are some of the other benefits that you can get from speaking at the conference? Well, we always entice you with free registration. I mean, it's nice to not have to pay for a conference and all you have to do is put in an hour's worth of facilitation. And the other is the support. The support will give you all the way through it. Like I say, we're not, we're in it for your success. And we really want to see that happen. There is always that possibility that this conference may have to be virtual. Nobody knows what the future is going to look like as far as how this coronavirus thing is. How is that being addressed? Well, and you mentioned it right before, Right at the start, you said it's going to happen virtual or in person. And so in the RFP or when you when you uh, submit your proposal, we're going to ask you if you feel that you can give it virtual. And that's that's an important thing. If you can't, I can't guarantee that we're going to select you because we select them before we actually make the decision to go. But figuring that ATD is the leader in remote learning and that you ought to be up there with that, we're hoping that all of you can select that box and figure out how to do that. And like I say, here again, we are, since we're the leader, we have the people to help you succeed either way. On the website, we have the process listed on the RFP, but if we're podcast listeners, walk us through the steps. Sure. First of all, of course, is go find that RFP and read it so that you know exactly what, what we're asking for. Second is select an idea that promotes talent development uh, promotes the development of a talent development capability. I can't stress that enough. We are about capabilities this, this year. Third, I would check out the outline, uh, the online form to know what I'm going to be asked for. You don't have to submit it when you get into it. You can actually scroll down and just see what they're asking for. And, and this is what I do when I submit my, my proposals. And the things that you're going to see are a title that'll catch attention, objectives, a brief outline with timing, overview of content, your bio, a list of previous experiences, and a photo of yourself, among other things. But you want to essentially 
have a word file or something so that you can just cut and paste. It's a whole lot easier. Then you need to complete that form and submit it by Friday, June 19th. Uh, and then uh, wait, wait, patiently or impatiently, I don't care. While we go through the selection <laughs> process, our target for notifying you will be July 17th. And then, of course, if you run into any questions, please contact me, speakerchair at tdhouston.org. Well, that was that was my next question is if somebody has questions and wants to find out more information, that's that's how you can uh, be reached um, as you impatiently wait. I love that, by the way. I love that. <laughs> I've done that. A few times. <laughs> so, again, it is September 17th, 2020, the 2020 ATD Houston Talent Development Conference and Expo, either in person or it is going to be virtual. You can find out more information and see that RFP, as we mentioned before, at tdhouston.org. Kent, thank you so much for uh, just coming on here for a few minutes and sharing that info. And we look forward to some uh, some really awesome speakers and just an amazing conference this year. Thanks, Bruce. And hey, you guys, if you haven't spoken, please, this is a year. You've got a real advocate for you in the speaker chair. There you go. That's all you need. TDHouston.org, that is the website. We thank you for joining us here on Train to Win. We hope to see you at the conference. And we hope to see you on that website where you can also find a link and a player for this podcast where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify and Google Podcast or RSS. That way you never miss a show and you find out all the cool stuff about this conference that we're going to be sharing over the next couple of months. And if you found value in this show, hey, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend or colleague about the show. Share it on social media. It's Train to Win, a production of ATD Houston. And join us next time for another great episode of Train to Win.